0: For Travis Whitmore in North Liberty, Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC.
1: Hello there and welcome to the Hawk Fanatic Rapid Reaction Podcast here on HawkFanatic.com. We will talk to you guys today about your first place in the West, Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, What a crazy season. Uh, It's been wild. Uh, Big win today against Wisconsin. I'm somewhat thought out, but uh, not completely. I can feel my feet again, which is good. Uh, Rob Howe, joined as always by Jovan Johnson and Jordan Canzeri. You can see them if they're, you're on the York, uh, YouTube feed. Jordan is uh, in his car driving back from Massachusetts to New York. Jovan is uh, hanging out uh, in your kitchen. Where are you in your kitchen?
2: In the dining room.
1: Dining room. All right. Um, all right, guys. As I do every week, uh, I'll open up the floor to your thoughts on what you saw today in general. Then we'll get dive into some more specifics. Uh, Jovan, you roll
2: first. Uh, I mean, again, you know, three phases of football, just playing together, you know, playing for each other. You know, what? what I saw on display was a lot of guys that just – 100% believe and play for each other, regardless of what anybody else has to say, um, you know, defensively creating turnovers, Cooper Dejean, what a player he is, what a fine he was. Um, I mean, that, that kid alone, you know, I think at one point they showed on this, on the TV. That he had more yard. myself. And, you know, his his impact is is shown greatly. You know, special teams, Tory Taylor, another great game of punting the ball, uh, pinning teams inside the 20 yard line and um just doing what they do. The only the only thing that I saw that that could improve is the offensive line struggles today were, were mightily. They were mightily and, you know, guys getting sacks were, you know, typical offensive I I Iowa offensive linemen don't give up sacks so easy, you know, without effort, um, making teams have to work for it. I think they have five sacks today, um, and probably three of them were just missed assignments by the offensive line. That was my biggest takeaway. We couldn't get the run game going that much. Uh, we scored when we needed to on short fields, but, you know, just got to be better, a little bit better offensively, and and that comes with protection up front. Jordan?
3: Looks- yeah, just going off. Um, uh, a lot of what I was going to already say, uh, three sides of the ball, especially towards the end, the offense started to click a little bit more. Uh was a little bit nervous early on when uh, Cooper uh, brought back that pick six that it was going to be another game the defense outscores. But uh, again, the offense stepped out towards the end. Um, special teams, great block punt that uh, turned into points early on. Um, uh, it was just well round is smart,
1: and, uh, and ready. Got, um, our offensive line, it's definitely put a first-round feature. So, uh, he froze up, Joe Vaughn. All- uh-huh. Can you hear him okay?
2: Yeah, he's kind of going in and out a little bit. Okay. We're losing we have- though. Little-
3: Yeah, I'm in the boonies of Massachusetts, <laughs> um, but no, our offensive line just has some things they need to fix. Um, definitely put a lot of pressure on Petrus, um, as Javon already said. Um, um, just way too many sacks that a few guys coming free, but uh, overall, was just happy for the offense to step up towards the end. But uh, just glad we got the win.
1: Trying to bring up the box score here. Uh, let's see. Um, no data available. Um, I'll get that in a minute. <laughs> when it comes up on hawkeysports.com. They're frozen over there too, I think. Uh trying, it was cold, dudes. It was wind was whipping, snow was flying. It was uh Jovan, you played in Canada forever, man. You you probably enjoy this weather.
2: I would love it. I mean, I I loved it as a player. I would much rather play in conditions like that than to play in rain. Like, I hated rain games, you know, where you had to take the gloves off, take the visors off, and and just be out there all natural and with no, you know, other things to help. But, you know, I love those games. I love the cold games. Come out with no sleeves on, you know, go around, hit people. People don't want to get hit when it's cold, believe it or not.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to get hit. I had a tough, tough enough time hitting the, hitting the button on the camera to be able to take photos. Um, so, you know, it's it's interesting. We were sitting here not long ago. You know, the the national narrative was, you know, Iowa was a laughing stock, and it uh, just kind of like globally, Jovan. I don't think anybody who's you know followed this team for as long as we have is surprised by this from this program. It was a matter of, and like, like Jordan was saying, the games today started like a lot of the other games this year where the defense and the special teams were kind of making, you know, we're were kind of got Iowa going, but, but the offense is helping now. And you said earlier, Jovan, the the complimentary football is starting to shine through.
2: I mean, you got to, credit the coaching staff because you know when adversity strikes you know people tend to show their true character and and what they're all about and it could have easily been a lot of players playing selfish football and not caring about the other sides of the ball or, or the other phases so you know they've done a heck of a job of keeping that team together keeping the locker room together and getting kids to believe that you know they're in it Together, and you know we, when you talk about family it's all about family at Iowa you know they they believe in one another and they play for one another and that that was again what we saw on display today because defensively out the gate they were really good um, special teams picked up and, and did some things blocked the punt, you know et cetera, did some good stuff, and then offense when they needed it, they came through and that, and every all three phases just played winning football
1: this this stat i'm going to give now is probably going to make jordan cringe a little bit uh the two teams combined to rush the football and and sacks are included in this so so keep that in mind 76 times for a combined 103 yards the two teams again 76 yards or 76 carries 103, again, um, Sachs obviously uh, involved in that. Wisconsin, 31 carries, 51 yards. Iowa, 45 carries, 52 yards. Why was it so hard to run the ball today, Jordan?
3: Well, um, as we mentioned already, we are having some issues controlling the line of scrimmage with our own line. But Wisconsin is always a tough team to uh, run against, um, as Javon was mentioning um, last week when we talked was when you go against that 3-4 front and um, they decide to change up the certain ways that they um, blitz, bring pressure. It's just really uh, hard to combat, and especially when they're able to bring their safeties down in the box a little bit more um, versus other teams that run a little more spread. Um, it's, it's definitely a hard team to run against. And as we know, just in general, especially running behind, got, well, having a leader like Phil Parker, it's all, always a hard time to run against Iowa. So I um, was definitely um, not surprised by that going into the game. I expected rushing not to be um, as uh, up to par as that we would hope for. But uh, they, again, in the second half, made the plays that we needed to. Um, came away with the points, and especially at the end, uh, making that big fourth and one, turning um, more and more o'clock, because at that point I think there was three minutes still left in the game where that's still plenty to be able to go down and score it and, um, and then put yourself in a position for an onside kick. So um, it's just great to see that when it really mattered towards the end that our offense uh, made the plays that were needed. But, again, rolling into next week, just hope we can um, fix a little more things up on that front line.
1: Clean football, Jovan, uh, on the Iowa side. Uh, Turnovers for Wisconsin, but Iowa played clean football, and that's so huge in this series. It's been so huge in this series. Uh, Graham Mertz, 16 for 35, two picks. Uh, Spencer finished 14 of 23 uh, for 94 yards, but did not – he had the fumble, took a shot, and, you know, that one is – that one's tough sometimes. But other than that, it was a clean game.
2: Yeah, you know, penalties, turnovers are tall telltale signs of, of what's happening in the game and when you can eliminate those, not turn the ball over, play mistake free football, you know, typically you give yourselves a chance to win. And they played mistake free, they didn't turn the ball over. They had some outstanding plays in the secondary to make some plays and intercept a couple of Graham Murps balls. Um one that Cooper DeJean put in the end zone, another one that Riley Moss had a, a heck of a playoff of a Kayvon Merriweather tip pass. So, you know, it's just three phases again, three phases of football playing together, doing what Iowa does and, and you know, defensively giving up less than than 10 points in a game is, is always going to put you in a, in a situation to be successful.
1: Jordan Spencer looks more comfortable, don't you think? I mean, he just looks like... You know, the throws aren't always there. Nobody's going to be 100%, but he just looks like he's in more control, more calm. I, I don't know what it is. What, what are you seeing with, uh, with Spencer?
3: Well, I would say the last two games, definitely um, not including this one, but I've definitely helped with the confidence of just the offense moving a little more smoothly, um, switching some of the guys around in the right positions. But this game, again, Um, Even though at times I did see that, you know, he was definitely willing to sit in the pocket a little bit more. It was still just a lot of pressure and a lot of hits. And um, it's hard for anybody, doesn't matter who it is, um, getting snaps to kind of deal with um, all that contact and still feel comfortable and um, confident to make an accurate throw. Um, But I know I'm offense and I know it's my job to talk about offense, but I still cannot get enough of our defense our defense was able to be picked up on fantasy. it would be just points all week, all the time. Um, I think they showed the stats at the end just for a defense, special teams, block punt. Uh, what was it? Two picks, six sacks. What was it two forced fumbles? fumble uh, recovery. It's like it's just unreal um, week after week. And uh, if, if, again, I'm Spencer. I'm happy to have that defense. Um, to just give um, opportunity after opportunity to get the ball back. But, again, have little things we need to work on offensive mind wise and things up front. But I think just overall, offensively, we're still looking a lot better than we did um, early on in the year.
1: Had some, uh, you can talk about defense, man, and Jovan can talk about offense. We're not We're not going to restrict anybody here at all on this podcast, and you guys have played at a high level, so I know you understand both sides of the ball. Had some booing in the stadium, Jovan, early in the game because of, listen, um, I, I'm not by any means a football expert, but if, if you're paying attention to what that game was like today, it was okay to punt. And I would decided to do that early. People, I know people get pissed off on third and fourteen when you run a screen pass or you know run the ball, but I thought the play calling was on point today, Jovan.
2: Yeah, I mean, people are gonna boo. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, fans in the stands—they when it's fourth and one, they expect you to go for it, but they don't. And <laughs> the risk that you take when you go for it on four for one and especially when you're backed up and things like that. So it's a lot of different variables that they don't really get. But as a person on the field, you understand. So, you know, at that at them and moments like that, you do what's best for the team, punt the ball, flip the field, you know, because when when you do that, you know, typically you get the ball in better field position than when you go for it and get stopped on four for one. So you know, you just gotta you gotta be the ultimate game manager, and Co- Co- Coach Ferris is is one of the best in the game at making sure they make the right decisions. So, you know, when you got one of the best punters in the, in the in the country, you you punt the ball in situations like that. You give your defense, who's playing outstanding, the the opportunity to go on the field and get stops.
1: There, uh you know, it, it, we talked about it earlier in the season season, Jordan. Um, the ability to play three running backs, it worked today. Again, they didn't run the ball that well, but each guy kind of did a little bit and contributed.
3: Yep. Yeah. A lot of rotation. Um, I mean, I won't deny that I was a little bit surprised thinking that what they uh, would uh, ride on Johnson a little bit more um, just from what he's been able to produce and do. Um, But yeah, it's just a committee and that's something where the guys have to be acceptable towards it. And um, just, it's all about team mentality and willing to do whatever you can for your, uh, for your brothers. But um, yeah, again, I I knew going into this game that our uh, rushing wise, we probably wouldn't be as successful as we were against uh, Purdue, but um, it was still good to see uh, multiple guys contributing and just again. Uh, alleviating some of the stress of others if it was just one soul back where uh, you uh, are la- a lot less of a risk for injury and certain things like that. So, um, so well, we'll see who uh, again just continues to get the hot hand rolling forward but uh, so far I think Johnson is the guy.
1: Should be pointed out today that Iowa was without one of its top playmakers in Arlen Bruce. Uh, the fourth dinged his shoulder up last week, tried to get through practice this week, just could not do it. Hopefully he gets back next year or next week for Minnesota. uh, Need him for sure. Uh, Obviously Cooper DeGene uh, went back and uh, did okay. Returning punts uh, and everything else he did today. I think he's currently cleaning up the stadium because he did everything else today. So why not just have him do some work after the game as well? Um, he went to a high school, guys. That is five letters, and the five letters, um, each each of the five letters represents a town that make up this school. That that's how small it is. All of those towns are too small to actually have a high school, so they all get together and have one high school, and they produce Cooper DeGene. Thankfully for Iowa, we've talked about him a ton this year, Jovan, but he deserves it today. Just. Guy that just play cash, play corner, return punts. He could probably, I, you know, he can return kicks as well, but you don't want to wear him down too much.
2: Yeah, I'm, that, the kid reminds me of a bigger version of myself. Like it's it's crazy how similar our stories are. Like from how we how we ended up in certain roles. Like my senior year at Iowa, I didn't return punts until Ed Hinkle got hurt. And then when he got hurt, I was put in the role of being a punt returner and went on to end up having a 17.8 punt return yard average, being like number two in the country, something crazy like that. I mean, and then in my sophomore year at Iowa, I ended up with six interceptions. And Cooper J. Jean is doing a lot of the similar things that I did. So it's crazy how much he resembles the production and, and things like that. He's a heck of a player. And it's a great still for us to be able to have a guy like him in our locker room because he makes plays all over the field. And it's just amazing to watch.
1: We lost Jordan. He, he uh, alerted Jovan and I that he was running a little low on battery on his phone. And hopefully he was not abducted out in the woods of uh, Massachusetts. (laughs) Hopefully it's just a phone issue. All right. It wasn't all, it wasn't perfect on defense. It never is Jovan. I got to think Phil was pissed off at the at the coverage breakdown at the end of the first half. That was
2: I was I knew it was it, a blown coverage as soon as it happened.
1: Yeah, it was. It looked like Riley Moss was handing it off to the free safety there, uh, and, and the free safety didn't know it was being handed off. Just kind of explain to people what happened there.
2: I know, it, and I was defense. Typically, the corner in a three by one set is always playing man to man. So I'm kind of curious to know like exactly what communication was made between the safety and the corner on that play. Because it looked like Riley was expecting help and the safety wasn't there. But there was a three-by-one surface, and he would have been typically in Iowa's defense and man-to-man. So I really don't know what the communication was um, in regards to that, but it happens. And, you know, when when you're out there with a, a younger safety who doesn't, really understand the checks and the calls and stuff of of that nature, things like that happen. And I think the guy I was in there was a young guy uh, that isn't normally in that position.
1: Yeah. And, and um, I'm sure Phil corrected, corrected those things as soon as they got back to the sideline and then in, in in halftime, I'm, I'm sure he probably handled that very calmly without any profanity.
2: Oh, yeah, that's Phil for for <laughs> sure. But I doubt that he handled that without being pissed off. But, you know, he definitely probably yelled a little bit. But at the end of the day, he understands that it's just one play. And if things like that happen, especially when you got a rotation of guys trying to go in there and, and make up for the loss of another guy at, at that spot.
1: What are you seeing on the defensive front, Jovan? Uh four sacks again today. They got after the quarterback. Really, the last three weeks, the quarterbacks have not been comfortable. And I know rotating guys helps. I mean, you can you 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 put Deontay Craig in and then take him out, put Lucas Van Ness in, and vice versa. I mean, that's just some real guys that would be starting and playing tons of reps on most programs.
2: Yeah, those guys are getting after it. You know, you you apply the effort that they play with, the the tenacity tenacity that they play with because they really get after the quarterback. And it's a sight to see, you know, when you got two All-American linebackers in the middle, but you don't have to really blitz them as much and you could allow those guys to play sideline to sideline like they do, the front is a big part of that and, and the success that they're able to have by just getting after the quarterback and being in the position that, you know, they need to be in so that those linebackers can clean up plays but those guys are playing at a very high level and really playing for each other and doing things the right way, you know, and and coach Phil Parker is doing a heck of a job of mixing in what Iowa doesn't usually do uh, with the, with the blitz packages and things like that. Like he's been mixing in some things and giving offensive lines fits because they're not used to seeing Iowa rushing the quarterback and doing things in a blitz game. So, you know, he's doing a good job of mixing it up and, you know, just showing a linebacker up over the center, which ultimately they have to count that guy in the protection. And then it gives those four D linemen one-on-ones and the center is not really helping uh, either side. So, you know, they're doing a good job of disguising things and mixing it up and just ultimately playing fast and playing sideline to sideline. They made the statement on TV that Iowa plays with three levels, the D line, the linebackers, and then the safeties and, and DBs. But they do a tremendous job at all three levels of tackling. And I I think that's the most important part is just playing with effort and and making sure that you're for sure tacklers.
1: Uh, Statistically nine tackles for loss, nine TFLs today by seven different guys. Um, That's team defense. Um, Jack Campbell led the way uh, 11 uh, tackles on the day six of them solo, and then Cooper DeGene, 10 tackles on the day. Um, I think Jack Campbell's probably going to be making some money next year in the NFL, yeah. man. 6'5", and runs like that, sideline to sideline, that's that's not common.
2: That's not common. He's definitely a for-sure NFL draft pick. That's without a doubt. At 6'5", 240, 250 pounds, and can run sideline to sideline, every NFL organization in America is looking for a Mike linebacker that can do that and uh they know that for sure there's one in Iowa City. All right
1: Jovan, uh no rest for the weary next week. It's it's Floyd Floyd Week. This is a big one. Um I, I, it's my favorite trophy. There's just something about Floyd of Rosedale and the history there to me that that makes it of all the trophies Iowa plays for. The best one, and I know Cy Hawk and the in-state stuff, but this game against Minnesota, it's going to be up there. It's going to be freezing cold. They like to run the football. Iowa likes to run the football. I I, I see it kind of being like we saw today, same kind of game.
2: Absolutely. It's going to be a slugfest. You know, Minnesota has a really good running back and Ibrahim, so you're going to have to come to play lace them up, go get tackles, and fit, be physical. Um, it's going to be a physical football game, and it's going to come down to who can win a, a, the line of scrimmage, and it's going to be all three phases having to play together. Another another tough game, um, but another one of those games where it's a heated rivalry teams that we hate, but at the end of the day, you know, we got to go out and play assignment sound football and just do what, what we got to do and not try to do too much. You know, everybody playing for each other and doing the same things that they did today against Wisconsin.
1: I really like how Iowa's defensive tackles have played better the, during this win streak. Um, not that they were playing poorly before, uh, but you know, and, and granted, Illinois, Ohio State, Michigan, really good backs, but Braylon Allen's a good uh, a good back, and Iowa was able to slow him down today. Purdue has got good backs. Just seems like those guys have kind of figured things out in the middle there. So I feel a little bit more confident going against Ibrahim with how well because if you if, if the defensive tackles can clog up that middle, it's really hard to run outside on the Hawkeyes.
2: Yeah, it's it's hard to run the ball outside against Iowa. You gotta you gotta have a physical downhill running attack to try to even get anything going. Uh, let alone try to get the ball on the edge because the defense is way too fast and they could easily go from seven in the box to nine in the box in a heartbeat because the safeties are trigger players that are ready to play downhill immediately. Um, you know, and it's been that way f- from the, for the end of time for Iowa defense, you know, back when they had guys like Bob Sanders and those guys, you know, they're, they're in the box players right now. As soon as they rerun, they're playing downhill and getting in the backfield. So you know, the only way that you really combat that is to get some sort of physical running game going where you're running up the middle and, Getting guys up to the linebackers and, and the defensive line just does a tremendous job of not allowing teams to get their offensive linemen up on the linebackers.
0: Hi, I'm Jim Street, owner of Streets Maintenance. As a licensed, insured, and bonded master plumber, I specialize in all plumbing repairs, including but not limited to water heater and sump pumps to toilet and faucet repairs and replacements. For more information about my business, I'm online at streetsmaintenance.com and Facebook or give me a call at 400 4483. 400 4483. Or Riza Asian Cuisine and bar is celebrating its fifth year anniversary enjoy chinese vietnamese thai and korean all combined into one menu visit five sturgis corner drive next to staples in iowa city open 11 to 10 every day 365 days a year or visit online at arisaic.com hi this is aj perez managing partner at deary Chrysler. Bram ram Waukee and iowa city i'm so proud of our team at both locations We are committed to one thing, giving our customers the absolute best when it comes to service and a car buying experience, the kind of experience that brings you back. What makes us different? We believe at Deary, we don't just sell cars. We help people buy them.
1: So the situation, folks, is Iowa is now 4-3 and in the league. I don't know what's going on with Minnesota and Nebraska. um, Or no, Minnesota Northwestern, excuse me. Minnesota wins it's a it's first place next week both teams will be four and three ahead of the conference Iowa lost three in a row now they've won three in a row good position here if Illinois loses at Michigan next week which is a good chance that'll happen this is gonna this is getting kind of muddy now just from a from a um, approach standpoint Jovan you've gone from you know, where, where people didn't give you a chance. And I started to hear it at the end of the broadcast today. I was now looks like the best team in the West. So you go from people kicking in the ass to now people patting you on the back. What are the keys in that?
2: Yeah. You just got to stay humble, stay hungry. You know, remember those things that team that people were saying about you when you were on that three game lose streak and let that continue to fuel you down the stretch. Don't ever get complacent and allow, you know, you to get ahead of yourselves or get too big headed. And, you know, one thing they do a tremendous job of is is staying the course and, you know, trusting the process and doing the things that got you there. And if you continue to do that, you're going to continue to to be successful and, and give yourselves a chance to win. I mean, each team that you play every week is capable of winning on any Saturday. So you just got to be ready to play all three-phase football and and be be mistake-free, not turn the ball over, not take penalties, and and allow your defense to continue to put you in good field position offensively with the special teams units, and everything is going to work itself out
1: want to let folks know that support for the podcast comes from systems unlimited celebrating 50 years of providing services to people living with disabilities and mental health needs throughout East central Iowa, a list of their services and upcoming events can be found at sui.org. That's sui.org. Thank you to systems unlimited. All right, Joe, Ron, I don't want to end on a down note, but it seems like Spencer's a little gotten a little bit better. The running game's a little bit more efficient defense is what it's been all year. Special teams, offensive line is still a concern here what needs to happen here and after you know after 10 games is it to the point now where you just have to scheme knowing that you could have problems there
2: yeah I mean I I don't think you make changes at this point in the season because of how late it is but you do have to figure out ways to help them protect and if Jordan was on I'm sure he would say you know, that you have to get the running backs involved in the protection, you know, to pick up different blitzes and different uh, stunts from the defensive line. But, you know, as long as the offensive line struggles, teams are going to continue to pressure you. And it's going to make Peters very uncomfortable uh, standing in the pocket. You know, unfortunately, he has a very good, you know, outlet in, in uh, Laporta. But, you know, when he doesn't have time to diagnose the field and be able to get the ball out of his hands, Is going to make it tough. So you want to make sure that you get the running backs involved in the protection and, you know, still don't change much as far as what you're doing schematically, you know, because the guys are starting to get comfortable in those roles of of doing what they do. But, you know, just that's the only thing that I would say that needs to maybe be incorporated a little bit more is incorporating the running backs into protection.
1: Maybe a little more motion, too, a little bit more jet motion, some things just to kind of get the eyes moving a little bit on defense?
2: Yeah, I mean, you you got to do some things. Obviously, you know, motions help because when you when you motion, you know, it puts defenses in conflict and it makes them have to adjust the things that they're trying to do. Um, so, yeah, that, that would help. Bringing in the fullback, um, doing a little bit more of the eye formation stuff and, you know, with a, with a fullback, H-back type of the guy. Uh, that can also stand in there and protect. Uh, but the only thing that it, when you do that, you limit the amount of guys that can go out for passes. So, um, but you got a guy like LaPorta, you can split them out, you know, put them in the slot, you know, use him as a receiver, um, do some different things with them. And, and Luke Lachey is another very good athlete that can go out and, and spread out and do some things as well. So you can give teams different looks by keeping your same personnel on the field and allowing those guys to possibly help Chip a defensive end and and leak to the flat and just doing some little adjustments to like that that can help that offensive line uh, not really get brushed as much as they have been in the last couple of weeks. Yep,
1: hopefully a little bit another week of work will help them a little bit more. And uh, I thought I think it was Bo Stevens that got he was he got banged up pretty good early in that game. I didn't see if he came back. He was he was hurting pretty good when he was down on the field. Did you notice if he came back, Jovan?
2: I don't know if he came back. I know he was down, though, and kind of walked off uh, with the trainers, but I don't know if he ever came back in the game. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but
1: um, hopefully uh, he's okay. Um, Hopefully Arlen Bruce gets that shoulder healed up for next week. Uh, Always good to have him uh, as a weapon and, and somebody that other teams have to prepare for. One trophy game down, two left. We got Floyd next week. And then the Heroes Trophy the week after that, Iowa has put itself back in position to make it to the Big Ten championship game. This is a lot more fun, Jovan, than it was earlier in the season, talking about the Hawkeyes.
2: <laughs> I guess, I guess. When you're talking about the Iowa and Big Ten West champion in the same conversation, that's a promising season for Iowa football. So, you know, just got to stay the course. and Again, trust the process do the little things to pay attention to details and, and play fast in physical football, the way you've been doing the last three weeks. And I think things will continue to work themselves out for the Iowa football program.
1: I'm ready, man. Two more weeks. Looking forward to it. We'll be back next week to talk to you guys about the, the Minnesota game. Um, hopefully I'm hoping it's not cold. I, 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 who am I fool fooling? It's going to be freezing up there, but So if you're going bundle up, I'll I'll, uh, see you up there. And Jovan and I will see you next week. We'll be back for the Rapid Reaction podcast. Thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you to the sponsors. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.